Welcome to Mpondwe Lubiriha Secondary School. Reads the signage on the black gate. The skeletal block that was burned down faces us. It carries horrific memories. No one knows when these wounds will heal. Welcome to the new Vision Daily podcast around Uganda. I'm your host, Razia Athman. And today we are taking you to the remote town of Mpondwe, situated at the farthest edge of Kasese district, right on the border of Uganda and the Democratic Republic of Congo. On this special episode, New Vision reporters Rogers Akanyejuka, Ivan Senyonjo and Stuart Yiga are delving into the harrowing events surrounding the attack on Mpondwe Lubiriha Secondary School. To get to Mpondwe, we set off from Kasese town, where we spent the night and travelled approximately 55 kilometres along the Kasese Mbarara Highway, eventually reaching the town via Kikologo, a bustling trading centre. Our mission is to uncover the truth behind what transpired at Mpondwe Secondary School, formerly known as Peter Hunt Secondary School. It's important to note that many of the victims were newly enrolled students who had spent just a couple of weeks at the school. They had come from various other institutions lured by the promise of bursaries. A few hailed from Nyabuganda, one cell, where the school was situated. Tragically, the massacre on June 16th, 2023, at Mpondwe Lubiriha Secondary School and its surrounding community claimed the lives of 42 people, with several others still missing to this day. We've had heart-wrenching accounts from survivors, parents and witnesses shedding light on the events leading up to that fateful day. Obed Masereka is the district councillor of Nadiro sub-county. He reveals that some students from St. Peter's Anglican Kiwiriha Secondary School had initially reported for their second term but mysteriously disappeared to join Mpondre Lubiriha Secondary School. Reverend Jackson Buambale, the parish priest of Kibira Parish in Buera Akdikonri, expresses the confusion and concern of parents who were never contacted by the school management during the enrollment process. Many parents, like Bira Rosemary, found their children swayed by persuasive individuals they encountered in trading centers. Their children seemed entirely influenced and disconnected from their families. Bira Rosemary shares her own experience as a parent. She says as parents, we were never asked for our children. He gathered our children from the centers, convinced them, and they never wanted to listen to us again. Another parent, Mbutha Julius, recounts how his son, originally a student at Buera Alliance, suddenly decided to change schools during his senior year, claiming the offer of a bursary at Mpondwe Lubiriha Secondary School. This abrupt decision left parents like Mbusa puzzled 
but ultimately supportive of their children's choices. The late Mohindo Isan, who refused to join Mpondwe Secondary School at the beginning of his senior year, eventually changed his mind during his second term of senior two at Buera Alliance. This shift in allegiance, influenced by an acquaintance, had tragic consequences when the rebel attack occurred on June 16, 2023. Sostin Mbwambale, the 59-year-old chairperson of Rubiriha village, shares that the school had only been open for two weeks when the rebels struck. The school's strained relationship with the community may have contributed to its low student population. Most of the students who died at Mpondwe Lubiriha were new at the school. How was the school established? We learned that a man only referred to as Mr. Tom, the director of the school, a retired Uganda Wildlife Authority staff, is the proprietor. The school first started from Mohindi village in Nakiyumbu sub-county, and it was called Peter Hunter's Secondary School. This was a local setting, but most of the people around were supposed to be direct beneficiaries. Sixty-two-year-old Baluku William, a native of Nyabuganda Cell, arrived in the village in 1974. Besides the horrible events of the fateful day, Baluku has a clear image of how the school started in their village after shifting from Muhindi village. His home is about 250 meters from Pondwe Rubiriha school. The intention, Baluku says, was to stop poachers. The school was opened to specifically support the children of poachers. Shortly after the school was relocated, the director changed the name of the school to Mpondre Lubiriha Secondary School. This was the beginning of the conflicts between the director and reformed poachers who started withdrawing their children from the school. The school always had a population of 60 to 70 students every time it was running. Mr. George Mayinja, the principal district education officer, who refused to speak on record, insisting that the matter was a police issue, later revealed that the school was registered under the Ministry of Education and Sports as a day secondary school, but it operated as a day and boarding school. We'll end it here for today. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks to my colleagues Rogers Akanyejuka, Ivan Senyonjo, and Stuart Yiga for the investigation. If you want more of our podcasts, log on to www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts.